Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, you guys? I just wanted to let you all know that like the first three to five minutes of this podcast episode were not on video because I forgot to hit record. Um, <laughs> however, the audio is still there. If you just hang in there, we'll pop on camera, like I said, in about three to five minutes. But I really hope y'all enjoy the show. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the podcast. Let's be Let's be brutally honest. If you are new to our podcast, my name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. (laughs) Don't forget, y'all can actually stream this uh, podcast now on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, as well as um, later we'll upload it on YouTube. So different ways that you can catch this episode. Honey, how you doing? What's new, girl? We done conquered another week. Yes, girl. You know, we only got like a week and like uh, two days or something like that. What you mean? Left in our 30-day challenge. Are you serious? It don't even feel like it do it. No, and I'm going to go ahead and have to give Carla her props. So for those of y'all who don't know, January 1st, just like a lot of people, we decided to set new goals for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We won't call it New Year's resolution because everybody don't like that. What Carla and I decided to do was to eat the whole 30 diet program for 30 days. Yep. And you said we only got a week left. Yes. Now, of course, that doesn't include the reintroduction phase, but I'm just saying so the it, 30 days have seemed like a breeze. To the people who don't know what this is, explain like what the reintroduction phase and what all that is. All right. So on Whole30, you have certain food groups that you are not eating. So um, the reintroduction, we're reintroducing those foods um, into our system for one day. And then we go back to eating just Whole30 for two days to see how our body react to that food group. So um, you can reintroduce sugar. You can reintroduce legumes, um, grains. So once you reintroduce it, then you go back to eating, you know, just whole 30 and you see if your body have any inflammation, if you're noticing any, you know, pains, if you yeah. notice like you're sluggish or anything like that. Yeah, I, I guess I am curious to see how some of these food groups are going to affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, which food group are you looking for or not looking forward to, but are you are we introducing first? 
Um, we said we we're gonna do um grains, right? Because we were talking about the oatmeal. Well, okay. Like having the oatmeal, and it was something else we was talking. Oh, the tacos, because you've been oh, wanting tacos. Oh yes, I want taco night because we can do like the corn uh, tortillas, the hard yeah. shell tacos, and then also I'm actually looking forward to int- reintroducing sugar. Mainly not for like the junk food, but because you mean like added sugar or just yeah, sugar. I guess added. Sh- well, yeah, I guess sugar because um, my pre workout. Like yeah. I've been going to the gym five days a week with no pre workout. It's been cool, you know. I've been really pushing. Wait, now tell the story right. You've been going to the gym five days a week, but you still actually are active seven days a week. Yeah, I still I wake up five o'clock in the morning seven days a week however on the weekend like today we're recording this on a saturday when i get up at five i um do my morning routine and then i go and do like a stretch routine which that was really nice thanks babe for sending me this she sent me this video of this uh very flexible girl (laughs) who had me doing (laughs) trying to keep up with her doing stretches but um i do that i wake up listening to uh, affirmations and um and then i start working on my creative work and then my plan for the week yeah and then we just make sure on the weekend that we still hit our ten thousand steps yeah even yeah. on the weekend so that's why i say we're active seven days a week because i mean we signed the, the habit contract we, I, I didn't sign a contract well i signed the habit contract yeah and you the, and coco signed that contract but the crazy thing is carla didn't sign it but she's still hitting this much like she did sign it yes i am and this is just part of me um you know just really trying to see if this is something that i want to commit to so um i wanted to make sure like when i was on my miss lady <laughs> that i wasn't gonna have a day of get somebody How else did to do go? it it actually it's been going good i did have you know like i think yesterday and today i had some uncomfortable days but i really think our tea you know um nick she does a really great job i actually told her what was that yesterday oh fuck we haven't been recording it's cool go ahead we're recording it now (laughs) so um I actually was telling Nick that I'm really thankful for her in the morning time. She makes sure that we drink our tea, our herbal teas in the morning. And um, I was telling her, I said, I'm so thankful. I said, thank you, because Nick, she will make us our tea in the morning. And then sometimes she make it before we record. But I was just telling her, I don't know if I would be as consistent, especially with that morning cup. Yeah. You know, so it's like we get we have our tea at least two to three times a day. So I'm yeah. really thankful for and that. And that definitely comes from it it helped a lot from reading that book that I told y'all about, Atomic Habits, which I finally finished that book. Really good read. Um, that's gonna go down as a classic in, in my life. Um, but yeah, it just helped me kind of develop little systems where we are consistently doing certain things like mm-hmm. drinking our teas. And speaking of that, um, we are affiliates of Akeem Pierre's Rich Soul Food. He, in our opinion, has the best herbs out there. 
And one of our favorite herbs, especially for when it's your time of the month or if you're dealing with any type of pain in your womb, endometriosis, fibroids, is St. John's Bush Tea. And uh, you can get that uh, 20% off your herbs by visiting our website at nickandcarla.com or you can just click the link in like the description. We'll make sure you're able to get uh, what you need. But um. Yeah, so now y'all heard me say that uh, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. like every morning, seven days a week. I know some people in their heads, they may think like, dang, that sounds like a lot. But it, what's crazy is it actually hasn't been. And it kind of brings me to what I want us to talk to talk about first, which is uh, when we first when we first uh, when we were in, we, when we introduced you all to what we call Abraham Hicks. Abraham Hicks uh, is just um, what would you what, what would you call Abraham Hicks? Um, I guess I would say is, is a motivational speaker or or inspirational. Is is a guidance? Yeah, just a your lot. internal guidance system. Yeah. So Abraham Hicks, if you uh if you can find Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube, they are free. It's a bunch of them. And um, I actually started listening to Abe maybe uh, I say a good seven years ago. And in the beginning, I had no clue what they were talking about. But the more and more I listen, the more and more things make sense. The more I go through things in life, the more that advice that's given makes sense. And um, I remember one thing that Abraham Hicks used to speak about was the difference between going upstream and downstream mm-hmm. is there do you think it's a way because carla's always good as far as explaining things where people can kind of understand it in a, in a in a sense do you think you can understand to the i mean explain to the people what upstream and downstream means as far as us maneuvering through life yeah okay well as far as us no or just, just in general, general so people um so when you are going upstream that means that you personally are trying to control things yourself right and it started feeling kind of hectic and you might have some obstacles that come up and you will still try to find a roundabout way to try to make it happen and then it still may not pan out the way that you want it to now when you're going downstream it means like everything is just going with the flow it feels so easy like you ain't even trying to do nothing (laughs) sometimes some information can just drop in your lap and you'll be like damn i was needing this like two weeks ago right and and it'll just fall in your lap and then it just seemed like everything it just flows like water it just flows it's so easy it's so relaxed it you feel like you sitting on top of the world and some people when they hear that they may not believe that you can uh attain obtain things blessings things that you want in such an easy manner you know in, a, in such a relaxed way which is possible me and carla we we've done we've gained so much in such a relaxed way mm-hmm. so go ahead oh no go ahead well I'm let you finish. okay so we quit our job a lot of y'all know our story we took it uh, another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply took a leap of faith in the year 2020 towards the end of 2020 maybe like october november around that time Mm -hmm. we uh we took a leap of faith and um we really went hard as far as listening to abraham hicks and trying to understand uh their teachings and so um as we're trying to figure things out on this leap of faith that's when I really was trying to grasp the concept of going upstream and downstream. Now, before I got like heavy into understanding it, Carla and I, we set a morning routine. We were going, we were working out. And every morning I was listening to motivational speakers. Now, I think the, the conflict that I was experiencing at that time was all the motivational speakers in my head was yelling, you got to work hard you gotta do this you gotta get off your ass faith is not enough you gotta apply action you gotta do the thing you gotta get the fuck up you gotta make it happen (laughs) go through the storm raw so then i had a moment where i was thinking okay they're telling me what they're telling me is making it feel like i need to go upstream so because it seemed when you hear shit like that it It sounds sounds, oh yeah it sounds exhausting it sounds upstream like i don't i me personally um it's hard for me to listen to that type of motivational speaking um me i would prefer to put on uh abraham hicks video or listen to um (laughs) louise hay I would rather which that's a new one Carla recently found yeah so I would rather listen to something like that or I would rather do affirmations do mirror work and um that puts me in a good feeling supposed to I feel stressed sometimes (laughs) when I hear the motivational speakers you know just yelling and and if you ain't getting your ass up and if you ain't running for two hours (laughs) then if you still in the bed at seven, you need to know that somebody <laughs> already passed your ass up. Like, I, that don't work for me. I'll be like, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> That's exactly how she be up at <laughs> But, uh, okay, so um, what, I, what I wanted to uh, just kind of drive home the point is, so when I got home, um, from Portugal and was still working myself out or dealing with the whole anxiety thing. I decided to schedule out my entire day and, um, and like get up and go and work out and get up early in the morning, have my alone time. And it's just been so therapeutic. So what's interesting to me when the, when it comes to the whole upstream downstream thing is now it feel like I'm working or being, more productive as far as putting action behind certain things than I've ever been in my life. I'm the most consistent. I'm the most resilient, uh, the most persistent that I've ever been. 
And what's interesting is all of this that I'm doing, it doesn't feel upstream. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think it's um, interesting how back then I perceived upstream as like putting in a lot of work, hard work. But mm-hmm. now since I've created systems to make it easy for me, it's very downstream and it's actually reduced my anxiety like yeah. tremendously. I think it's because, you know, like you say, you read the book and even though you're using the word system, it's a habit that you have put in place, right? You yeah, have but, set up certain habits and yeah. then I think it allows it to come easy. It's like you have a schedule and you know exactly what you're going to do. And I think those things come easy to yeah. you. Yeah. The um, reason. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. Well, I was going to say the reason I call them systems is because the habit doesn't work without the systems. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, this is a, an example of a system. Um, at night, uh, no, um, okay, so at night, um, when I start my night routine or morning routine, however you want to call it, some people say your morning routine starts at night, but um, when I started, a part of that system is me laying out my gym clothes the night before, um, me laying out my pre-workout if I'm using it the night before, and the water, having it filled to the top, just preparing things so that when I get up in the morning, no matter how I feel, I don't have enough time to think about, I don't feel like doing this shit today. I don't have enough time to, because the system is already set. So all I got to do is get up, do the, the stuff on autopilot and walk out the door. And once I walk out the door, I'm already in pursuit for that first habit, which is working out every morning. Mm-hmm. If I don't have that system set in place, there's so many things that can stop me from just doing the habit. It can be as little as, um, me not having a sock or whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to find a sock. So then I go in. That's giving me more time to think. I go in the room, back in the bedroom, because my clothes land out in the, in the uh, kitchen. Um, but I go out uh, and go in the bedroom, try not to wake Carla up if she's asleep, because she's starting to get up now, um, rambling through things. And what if I can't find it? What if, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, and what if I'd be like, you know what? My stomach hurt. Oh, I got a. I got a boo-boo. So then I go sit on the toilet and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just do it tomorrow. (laughs) I think it really just depends on you have to know the type of person that you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Just how, like I just said, like I know those yelling motivational videos do not work for me. And see like Nick, like what she was just explaining about the sock. See, me, I'm completely different. I don't have to lay my workout clothes out. It's like I already mentally know, like, this is what I'm going to do. I don't even care if I have a, not that this has happened, but I'm using it as an example. Say, for instance, if it was a big hole in my sock, and then I had to now go and get another sock. I just simply, I be on like tunnel vision, go get the sock, come and do my workout. If I have to drop the kids off, I'll drop the kids off and then I'll go do my workout. Yeah, so it's like, and I'm not saying that necessarily, like for example, if I get up tomorrow and my clothes are not laid out, that's not to say I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm just saying that motivation and willpower only last for so long. But when you get to those days, let's say for example, we had a situation which I won't go into details yet. I don't know if we will talk about it or not ever. Um, But something really fucked up happened recently. And it was enough to 
make a person almost want to fold almost yeah if they didn't have their mind right yeah and it happened around 3 a.m ish in the morning Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because usually i don't look at my phone or nothing like that but carla actually gave me information which you know we try to work on not giving me stuff before a certain time but it was something that she needed to know so she (laughs) told me and it set me off i got up started doing what i needed to do and it ran all the way to like 5.13 ish to where I got to a point where there's nothing else I could do. I did the most I could do. Now, usually with something this fucked up happen, this would be the time where I'd be like, you know what? I just want to lay down or I'd be like, I just want to eat, you know, some comfort yeah. food or something like that. This is the moment where having these systems in place helps yeah because that could have been a a day but i'm still you know i'm still pumped or whatever new year but if let's say for example i've been doing this shit four five months and not well no because by then i might have a little four pack so i don't know that might keep me going you might have one (laughs) one pack you might have one you might have like a little definition at the top or something i don't know about no four pack (laughs) now But let's say I've been doing this for a long ass time. After a while, that motivation, that pumpness, that shit wear off. And then you have something to set you off to really fuck up your day. And you be like, fuck it, I'm calling in. Especially at work. Hell yeah. yeah. You be like, fuck it, I'm calling in. I'm staying in. I'm eating whatever I want to eat. I'm going to eat some Chick-fil-A. I ain't going to do it. No, I ain't answering the phone today. I'm just going to sit here in my room because yeah, cause this I'm, is what I want to do. Let me be in my feelings right let me now. Be, yes, but instead... I because all my shit was already laid out because my shoes was all I had no choice I was like well I might as well go and then I said I'm pumped anyways maybe I'll be able to really get in a good workout and go to the gym she thought she had her little super cape on (laughs) y'all I'm gonna tell you now I don't care how mad you get I don't care how upset you get if you ain't in shape you ain't gonna be able to go harder not like that because <laughs> Nick said she thought she was finna she said she thought she was finna burn that motherfucking treadmill up and she yeah. said that treadmill yep. still woke her out yes I um I put on I was like I was walking you know to the gym I had my because me I listen to that motivational shit that works for me like get the fuck up let's do this shit yeah so I'm going I'm like yeah yeah, and I get on this, tr- I get on the treadmill, I'm doing my little warm-up stretches or whatever, and I was like, ooh, I'm finna burn this motherfucking treadmill out. And what I do is, I run two minutes, walk one minute, which next week I'm gonna try to actually run three minutes and walk one minute, so... Mm-hmm to increase it but so i got on the treadmill i had a real good bounce in the beginning for about a good 30 seconds it always look cute at the beginning but you good be 30. like you had a good you know your shit your shoulders be all looking good and stuff <laughs> boy i tell you boy about one minute in i was like oh I was like, I'm still tired. I'm still getting tired. I said, this, this ain't enough. This anger ain't enough to get me through this shit. Oh, my God. I said, I'm still going to have to stop in about two minutes more. I said, okay, just calm down. Nick. We're just going to do what's to the plan. Because yeah. I, I was going to see if I could run about five minutes or something. I was just so pumped. Yeah. But I was glad that I still went and did my workout because I felt, I felt amazing. And I was like, wow. Because that's really the point of a morning routine, a night routine. You're supposed to still do that shit no matter what's going on in your um 
in your um in your life. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, when you was talking about the um you know <laughs> when when you was talking about, you know, working hard, right? Working hard can look different in people's eyes. It can look like, you know, what some some of the motivational people say, like you gotta get out, you gotta get up, you gotta be doing this, you gotta be doing that. But then it can simply be you just having awareness, right? And this is if you've been meditating. It's like you'll get certain, you know, like something to tell you to move differently from how you are normally move. And I'm just going to give an example. I was listening to um, Louise Hay. And she was talking about how when she go to conferences, she normally sit in the front. And she said this one time... Um, she went to a conference and something was telling her sit in the back and she had been dealing with the issue where she had cancer and she was saying that she wanted to go to a foot reflexologist, but she had not had the time to research it yet. And this is, you know, example of upstream and downstream because she could have had the thought and she could have just been trying to look it up and look at reviews or contacting people. Can you recommend somebody you went to? But she just simply went to a conference and she had been having the thought and something told her sit in the back. Don't sit up close to the front. And so she said she sat in the back and she said, shortly after she said um it was a foot doctor that sat next to her wow and she said she ended up having a conversation with him and she found out that he does house calls so that was her answer right there she didn't do nothing she didn't do no type of work Mm -hmm. it just flowed to her and um she actually said that That is one of the laws that she speak over her life. She speak ease over her life. She speak that all is well. She that anything that she needs to know will come to her, you know, when it's supposed to come. Mm -hmm. So it can just be something as simple as you hearing something telling you to do something that you normally wouldn't do. And you just follow that path of least least resistance. Yes, y'all. When I tell y'all it works, it really does. Mm -hmm. Life does not have to be a struggle. Like just imagine, okay, her foot was messed up. And imagine if she was online. Let me see. Let me look up this. Let me try to find this. Let me make phone calls. Just think about how this feel. Like put yourself in her body and think about how much stress that how stressful that feels Mm -hmm. so then think about relaxing going to the event and you hear some say sit in the back today you go sit in the back boom foot doctor right there when i tell you carla and i have experienced so many things like that in life Mm -hmm. so many things where but we still have moments where we go upstream and then when we catch ourselves we'd be like calm down like chill Yeah, because it's easy to get caught up in it. Yeah. And and we have this question. I know I ask myself and I find myself asking Nick sometime, what receiving mode are you in? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so meaning are are you um, are you trying to make it happen or are you letting it flow into you? So what receiving mode are you in? Yeah, it's good to always ask yourself that question. Yeah. Now, uh, something else that we kind of wanted to bring up, too, that we were thinking about throughout the week is um, how we're noticing some of the best results when it comes to the consistency and our healthy eating, 
working out the way we feel everything Mm -hmm. and believe it or not and i want to know if couples if you do it or if you don't do it couples have you considered this which is separating yourself like getting yourself more alone time adding more separation into your relationship especially when it comes to like for example when it comes to working out i don't know carla and i just always felt like i mean it just carla and i always did everything together and it's not that we felt like we did it because we were supposed to it's just we naturally flowed together even and especially what really brought us to moving like 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 one was when we started driving those trucks and we were like stuffed into a a very small sleeper you know i'm saying 24 7 and at first there was some uh friction but then when we learned how to move as one then it's like it just made our bond even closer however it's like sometimes when you have a partner where y'all work really well together you can overlook the significance or the importance of having your alone time or having that separation. So, yeah. Yeah. So I agree, you know, Nick and I, even, even before Nick, other people that I have been in a relationship with, I've noticed that, you know, when I have something that I feel like I want to do for myself, I have to make sure that I do it. And I think that's what happens sometimes when people get in relationships and they say, oh, I lost myself. Oh, I need to find myself again. I think they stop doing the things that they should be doing for themselves. You know, like just because you're in a relationship, it doesn't mean that you all are not seeing eye to eye. Okay, so let me just give this example. You know, a lot of times people, you know, they think that if they do something different from the person that they're with, they start thinking like, you know, like um, we're not seeing eye to eye. So basically what happened with me, just say, for instance, when I was with my ex-husband, I really wanted to lose weight, y'all. And I tried to talk to him and get him to work out with me, but he was not wanting to do it. And I got to a point where I had to be like, you know what? Fuck it. You're going to have to do this by yourself. So I just kind of made rules for my household. It was certain things. I was like, look, this is what I'm going to cook. If you want something different, you're going to have to fix something different. And um, it was certain things I stopped buying in my household just because it was a trigger for me. Now, the kids, they still kind of got little things. But if it was something more so like it was mine, but the kids ate it, I was like, I'm not going to, you know, have that stuff around. So because of that, I was able to make the change that I needed to make. Now, even with Nick and I, we have noticed it was like one time before where um, Nick, she was living somewhere separately and, um, I was still here in Huntsville. And because of that, it made me 
focus in more on my goals to lose weight because you know when you meet somebody you like pick weight up so I had met Nick everything was going good I was getting all loved and stuff and I was just like girl you're gaining weight again I was like bitch you need to get it together so I actually learned how to run on the treadmill and Nick she was so shocked when she came back she was like damn this girl running for 20 minutes straight 20 minutes straight yeah I can't I couldn't do it now but that's how focused I was on like what it was that I wanted to do but it still didn't separate me and Nick it's kind of like we talked about it and she knew what I was doing but I think when she came back and she actually saw like dang this girl getting small which Nick was small too because she was um focusing uh, on myself yeah she was focusing on herself it was just that we was doing two separate things but we were still talking about it and when you talk that's how you know that you still have the bun that you're supposed to have supposed to you just going off doing your own thing and your significant other is just like huh what wait you know like something's happening this person is changing yeah so um and that 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 is true so notice for whatever reason when we were separated during that time which we were probably um almost two years a good two years into our relationship Mm -hmm. and we split up I was living in Mississippi and Carla was living here and we got into like some really good shape or whatever we made some really good progress so when we got back together um we started again doing things together being happy and then eventually fall into those habits of just like gaining weight and stuff Mm -hmm. now again when I said Carla and I did everything together even when it came to our hair Carla made the decision to cut her hair and I didn't cut my hair necessarily because Carla was doing it I just was like okay she's doing it maybe I can find good reasoning in cutting my hair so I cut off my locks when Carla cut off her locks and um we just naturally moved together so what was interesting when this shift began to happen was when um we were at a fork in the road on if we're going to reattach our locks Carla was on the fence about it and me I was like shit I want to reattach my locks I miss my (laughs) locks so when I reattached them and Carla didn't I was like I was, I had a moment. I was like, I was like, does this mean we're growing apart? Like, cause I said, I'm still going to put my locks in. Cause I mean, I always do what I want to do. Carla always does what she wants to do. It's just, it's naturally, we just naturally be wanting to do the same things. But this time when I wanted to reattach my locks and she didn't, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, are we good? Like I was, I, I really had that moment. Did you have a moment like that? No, I didn't. You know, it's funny because three years ago, y'all, when I did make that decision to cut my hair, um, I was strictly doing it for me. I did not expect Nick to cut her hair. Um, so this is what happened. I talked to Nick about me wanting to cut my hair because I was trying to mentally prepare her because I knew she always had this thing of, um, she used to make these little statements like, man, like it was something about you dating somebody that had locks too. I can't remember what it was. Um, I think it was just like, 
she started to think like it was cute you know that we both had locks because i've never dated someone with locks yeah so i was just like oh lord like because i've heard her make this statement before this is before (laughs) i knew she was about to cut these things off so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna have to like go ahead and prepare her like i need to prepare her for this so of course like when i first told her she was not with it (laughs) so but because i knew why i wanted to do it even though I'm in a relationship, I couldn't just be like, okay, she don't want me to do it. So I'm not going to do it. So I end up bringing it up again <laughs> and I, she still was not comfortable with it. So I had to find a way to explain it to her so that she could truly understand why I wanted to cut my hair. So, um, just could you imagine imagine this men, Nick, we're driving trucks. Y'all know we're ex truck drivers and I want to cut my hair. Sometimes me and Nick, we would take our shower together and sometimes we wouldn't. In that moment where I wanted to cut my hair, I could have just simply, we took a shower separately. I could have went in and cut my hair and came back out. And Nick could have been looking. I would have cried. Look, Nick would have been like, are you okay? I would have been angry. It would have been so many emotions. Right. So, but could you imagine if I would have not talked to her and tried to get her to understand why I wanted to do it? The thought she would have had, she would have had one of those thoughts like, this ain't the person I met. Like, Carla would never do nothing like this. Like, she normally talked to me like, we must... Uh, we must not be seeing eye to eye. Something ain't right. Or or if I was spiteful or something, I could have been like, well, if she want to do shit and I talk to me, I'm going to start doing shit and I talk to her. Exactly. So, <clears throat> but like I say, you can still do the things that you want to do in your relationship and just talk about it. So just say, for instance, with me and Nick, like we don't work out together. We have tried to work out together, but Nick and I, we work out differently. Yeah. So we've tried to work out together and we understand that we work out differently, but we still get fucking results. And that's okay. You know, it's okay for us to not work out together but still get results. Yeah, I think, um, <clears throat> so after I reattached my locks and then I went through that moment like, oh shit, are we good? You know, we, we starting to move different. This is different for me. I really think it was my higher self or God or the universe preparing me for this new journey that I'm on. Mm-hmm. And it's, this journey is really beautiful because I'm just getting to know myself as if I would if I was single or... um. Like the the only time I had an opportunity to get to know myself like this, I started it when I was single, like when uh, my fiance at the time when she moved off, when we tried to like live separately in different states, that's when it began. Then when we broke up, I was single and I still was by myself. And it was just a great experience. I had gotten to the best shape I've ever gotten in my life. So now um shortly after I reattached my locks that's when I went through the anxiety episode and when I went through it I was like what the fuck is going on but um once I got through that um through using action like getting up working out having my schedules and all that I was like damn I was like that's something that I also went through alone 
And then also now I work out alone and I, again, got the best results that I've ever gotten in my life. And I'll forever, I know some people, they don't like the thought of having anxiety or depression and all that. Well, when it comes to anxiety, I will forever be grateful for that anxiety episode that I went through. Mm -hmm. I know some people will look at it and they'll see it as negative or bad, but I'm like, damn, if I wouldn't have never went through that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. And whatever I become because of that, it's, I'm forever grateful for it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I was, um, one night we had a members meeting, um, with our members. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Our members are so dope, y'all. They really are. I feel like we have a, a connection and a bond. And I always tell Nick, we're going to attract the people that we're supposed to attract. When we meet some of these individuals, Nick and I, we're so grateful. We have moments of just sending out gratitude into the universe because of some of our members that we have. But one night, yeah, one night um, I was talking to them and I just brought up, um, you know, the thing of being true to yourself, you know, Uh, and it came up because of um tay and i think it was you know due to her dating dimples or whatever but she was just saying that somebody told her if somebody do something to you don't let that change up how you normally do things still be true to yourself and when i heard that i was like that's true you know sometimes i've been in that situation where somebody pissed me off and i'm just like you know what fuck it i ain't gonna even do like what i would normally do but i feel like it's very important for you to be true to yourself i actually had a moment (laughs) and i'm laughing because i had told our members about one of my friends a situation I had with one of my friends and it was one night I was doing my night routine and it was really close to my bedtime and that particular friend actually um sent me a text message and was like can you talk and I'm looking at my watch and I'm looking I'm like dang like I don't know what they're about to say but it's time for me to get in the bed so I was just like you know I text back I'm like hey is everything okay? I'm actually in the middle of doing my night routine and I'm about to lay down. And at first I wasn't going to respond. I wasn't going to respond to the text because I was thinking like I'm doing my night routine, but something, something told me, listen to what I'm saying. Something told me no respond. So, um, I responded and just said, this is what I'm doing. And basically in other words, um, is everything okay? Because I'm getting ready to settle down. And they responded and said, Oh, well, I can talk to you later. So I said, Okay, cool. <laughs> the next morning came and I get a, a message. I usually don't even check my phone to almost 12. It'd be like 11 or 12. But just so happened, I'm making up the bed and I move my phone and my phone vibrate. And I'm just like, What is it? So it's my friend again and I'm just like girl you keep catching me doing my routines I'm doing my morning routine and this is what I'm doing 
So either way, y'all, that's what I mean about staying true to yourself. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what you normally do because this is my routine. And what I was thinking is if I'm getting ready to settle down, I don't know what you're about to say. If it's going to stimulate my mind, if it's going to have me worried. So I was just like, I don't right now. I'm feeling good. I'm in a feel good place. And I don't want whatever is going on on the other end to be a distraction for me and what I have right now. And that was even with my morning routine. I was the same way. Like, um, we can talk in a little bit, but like, I still, I, I just finished meditating and I'm in the middle of my morning routine. You good. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, okay. So, and then also I want to talk about, because we're talking about working out separately right Mm -hmm. so the benefit of working out with your partner is the fact that you have a workout partner an accountability partner right yeah so it keeps so for example the moments carla and i did work out together we did start off pretty strong however what for whatever reason we fall off together too so we start off together we fall off together that's because we um just say for instance because we are in love and if another one is like, oh, I don't feel like it, it's kind of like, okay, we don't have to. It's like we give in easily to each other. We can just stay home and fuck. Yeah, it's like we give in easily to each other, but we're harder on each other. What you mean harder on each other? Like, like harder on ourselves? Um, yeah, we're harder on ourselves. So, yeah, and that could be a good reason, too, why it helps to separate. Now, what I wanted to talk about is, okay, let's say, for example, you are a couple and y'all make the decision, okay, we're going to start doing our workouts separately. You do your thing, I do my thing, and then we come together. So what the question would be, okay, what would help me to keep going, aside from having systems set in place, like reading that book, Atomic Habits, and learning how to set up systems to, you know, set yourself up for success if you need it. Because, you know, like my wife said, everybody don't need that. But, um... Another, I think another thing that will help to keep you going with working out is having a way, finding a way to connect emotion to the reason you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So like having a deep reason of why you are doing this and understanding it. Yeah. So um, like perfect example, like again, when it comes to the anxiety episode I went through. Now I have convinced myself to believe, which I do believe is true. That me getting up in the morning, working out and doing everything I need to do and having my list and all this stuff together, it's a matter of life or death for me now because I don't ever want to go back to that dark place again. And then another thing, like let's say, for example, if you didn't go through something traumatic like anxiety or suicidal thoughts and things like that, um, I was listening to Eric Tom. Eric Thomas um, in the gym one time. He's a motivational speaker. He's one of them ones that yells in your ear, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and um, But he has some good stuff. He has some really good stuff. And one thing that he had me do, well, he was just yelling it, but I, it was so good that I put my dumbbells down and picked up my phone so I can type it in my phone. He said to, um, he was like, write down three people that you love. Let me see if I even have this, if I can find it. He said, write down three people that you love. And, babe, you already know you was first on my list. You know you my baby. Better be. I better be. Uh-uh, babe. <laughs> Don't do that now. Don't do that. Don't act like that. That ain't cute, babe. 
Damn, why can't I find it? Here, do you know something you said? Search. Um. Oh, is this it right here? Oh, thank you, honey. You're welcome. Uh, so okay. Um, so he was saying write down the goal that you want. Um, and then he was saying write down three people that you love. And he was saying that um, write down like you accomplishing those goals, what that would do for each person. So I wrote down you, I wrote down my mom and I wrote down my, my sister, my little sister, which was tied to my little sister. The motivation that's tied to my little sister is my nieces and nephew. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them to experience. I want their life to be even better than what our lives were mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm just now figuring out a lot of stuff now in my early thirties that if I would have known when I was like younger, that it could have really helped me. And so it's like, but I still feel like I want to like learn more as much as I can so I can pass it down. So it's just, I have deep emotional connections and reasons why I'm getting up every morning and putting in work every morning when I'm running and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I guess we'll go ahead and get on to the meat of the topic, which is, uh, these stud stalkers. Stud stalkers. I thought that would be a good uh, marketing uh, term to use. Stud stalkers. I don't know what the fuck is going on with all these stalkers. And um, I'm going to tell you now, if y'all haven't seen the show Stalker, is it called Stalkers or something like I was a stalker. I am a stalker. I am a stalker on Netflix. That show made me look at stalking, stalking period in a whole different light. Yeah. And I think because they really don't feel like they doing anything wrong and (laughs) or how much of a nightmare it is, how torturous it is for the person that's being stalked. Yeah, but they can't see that because they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. They're being selfish. I don't even think that they're being selfish. You don't? No, I think... um, for whatever reason you know everybody's brain is not the same right and (laughs) and um i don't think that they understand that it's uncomfortable for the person that they're doing it to because i think sometimes in their eyes they're thinking um it's like either they're thinking the way it starts off they're going to show this person that they care about them or that they really like them and if the feeling is not mutual um that's what can make it uncomfortable yeah so i'm gonna go ahead we're gonna start off we're gonna play this video so i just so happened to be on facebook and i guess one of my facebook friends she put up a status and she was like studs y'all gonna have to take an l for this i was like what the fuck is she talking about she said look at the comments i look up the comment i look at the comments y'all in the video i seen was very disturbing so um it was this young lady she was in her apartment and she has the little ring camera on her apartment and it was this stud that walked up to it y'all and i'm gonna show y'all what she said oh you got the video i got the video i'm about to play it i'm about to go and put her on candy camera Kenya, 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 what you want? Again, what? 
What you doing? You bored? No, I'm not bored. I got a question for you. Straight up. Be real. I got a question. What? Kenny, I got a question. What is it? Let me eat your chocolate pudding. Let's have sex right quick. <laughs> Let's do it. If you don't get the fuck away from my camera. Come on, babe. I'm horny, man. Let's do the nasty. Stop holding back. I'm so sick of you sexual harassing me. I'm sure, girl. You're the hottest thing on the news. I would make you go. I want you because you look, you, you attract, I'm attracted to you. I don't know if anybody else is, but you look like I could just, just go swimming. You'll drown me. You're going to drown your fucking self. I said, are you going to drown me? Like, if I go deep, you'll drown. I'll drown. Oh, was that a trick question? You talking to me like you really want to do something. Let's no open the door and go to your bedroom right quick. Come on. This will be your first time doing a better woman. Ugh, and it won't be you. <laughs> Come on, why not? I'm your friend. No, you're not my friend. Oh, you cut me off the friend list too? King, why you do that? You know I'm mental a little bit. Just a little bit. You what? I said, I'm, I'm schizo. My disorder is being a schizophrenic. I'm mental just a little bit. I like to have fun, but people like you, how you gonna be somebody's friend? You can't even be my friend, so how you gonna be somebody else's friend? I damn sure don't want to go in no damn bedroom with a mental patient. But I could have, yeah. like, you have fun. I took your toes. That's something toes, too, girl. They fat. Like, flies like it. Okay, Jay, I want you. Let me put that mayonnaise in your salad, babe. I'm for oh. real. Open the door. I'm ready to do it. I got no drawers on. I got no bra on. Come on, I'm ready. Oh, I know you smell fishy. Fishy? I smell like a big, a big salami. Ugh, that don't smell And good. I want you to have a tsunami. I want you to have fun. I want you to laugh while I'm stroking that thing. I want you to feel like... Oh my God! What I've been waiting on. Child, now I didn't even hear that part. Now I didn't see parts of this video because they posted it in the Discord. But I've seen the shit before. Carl even said she saw it in the Discord. And yeah. um, yeah, it's like so. First and foremost, I think whenever you are dealing with a person like that, you don't need to do no kikiing. You don't need to show show no teeth. None of that. You can't play with people like that because they take it too far. Yeah. I and, and it's crazy. I was just saying everybody brain is not the same. Right. It's the the fact that she mentioned that she's mental. Right. Mm hmm. Sometimes, just say for instance, for because I've had somebody to make me feel uncomfortable. I've had multiple people to make me feel uncomfortable. Like women? No. Um, just period. Doing things or coming around when I don't want them to come around. Right. And um, that's how come I said it can be very uncomfortable. And I don't think that they can. I don't think the person that don't think normal 
I don't I don't believe they know that this is making them uncomfortable. Yeah. And um, I think the reason why I don't even think it necessarily have to do with being mental. And the reason why I'm going to say this, and this is just me being completely transparent, doing the shadow work and all that. Like when I was younger, hypersexual, you know, I used now I wasn't like that. <laughs> I hope you went like that. That's kinda but I was I will say I was pretty aggressive um, for a lesbian girl. I was. And um, and the reason why I say this, because let's say, for example, when I was younger um, and I was dealing with a straight girl, I, I think a lot of different lesbians can get a, um, a thrill out of the thought of fucking a straight woman. Mm-hmm. And let's say if I, I'm cool with a straight girl, it may start off as friends, but then some type of flirting activity happens, even if she flirts first or something like that and she's cute or whatever. And... I'm starting to take it too far. Like the flirting turns from us like playing to me, like really trying to see like, what's up? Like, you know, just, but still playing, but still trying, but if she down, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. So what if that girl at the time, what if those girls at the time didn't know how to like say no? Cause you got girls like that, that don't know how to speak up for themselves. Or if they dealing with somebody that they say made a friend and then now y'all are, playing with each other and then sometimes it go a little too far you she still laugh it off but it's kind of like you look you doing too much yeah so i don't necessarily even think you have to be slow and um and for those of y'all who of course can't see this young lady who's on the ring she's 33 years old even though she sounds like a little kid she's she's a grown-ass woman and um and yeah, that, it was it's just pretty disgusting. Now, what also kind of got us motivated to talk about this as well is y'all know there's a social media influencer. Her name is Lily, yours truly. And she is currently dealing with a stalker, y'all, a stud stalker. And what's crazy about it is when she first dropped the video, um, there were some people in our comment section and then people in the Discord that said they found the stalker. So when they found the stalker, we saw this video of the stud just taking it too far with Lily. Like now this, I don't even know if they had a chance to become friends first before she started doing what she did with somebody. She's never even met before in her life. Yeah. It's just, I don't know because even sometimes when we communicate in, um, in the comment section, it could have been something where she simply did a reply back to her before and maybe she haven't but it's just what made her feel like what she's doing is okay that's why i said i think it's um it's selfishness and the reason i say that is because she's putting her desires over everything like she don't care about how it may make say Lily feel or this girl who we just watch how that makes her neighbor feel she's just thinking about it's like she's letting her hormones and her 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 sexual desires outweigh everything yeah but she's I, like i want to have sex with you and i wanted to feel I, I know it's gonna feel good and it's like she gonna make her tsunami yes <laughs> and it's like that's not right it's not but the reason i say I don't think it's um, being selfish. It's because 
when when we watch the show i am a stalker mm-hmm. you can clearly tell some of those people well majority of those people i don't even know if it was one maybe the female um all of them you could tell something was not right like something wasn't balanced in the brain <laughs> so they i don't think they think normal like i'm being selfish they probably don't even understand what that means. A lot of them had a hard time just wrapping their head around they was a stalker. Yeah, and what was what really how I told y'all watching that show, it just really made me look at stalking differently was at the fact of how hard it was to lock them crazy motherfuckers up. Like I'm telling you, like these people had to have like t- almost 10 years worth of five to 10 years worth of police reports and complaints and things they had already did in their past before they got locked up yes. for this stalking stuff. So like even this girl who's stalking, um, uh, Lily, it's like, they found so much information on her. Like one of the ladies in our discord, she was like a former, she worked for the government. So she said when she lurk, she says, when I lurk, I lurk, lurk. So I'm like, she really found some shit on her. Now I'm not going to disclose all this stuff on here, um, about her, but it's scary it really is and And she definitely got a history she definitely got a history she got a pass with the police she's 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 familiar with doing crazy shit and uh y'all i think she even got a fucking twin it's two of them i don't know if the other one is just as crazy but um it's crazy because when uh lily she actually posted her video this girl started going crazy well should i call her girl because i think her pronouns are like he and him uh, they started going crazy over uh, on Twitter about just different things that uh, Lily was saying. And one of the tweets that stuck out, the first one, she was like, oh, shit. She debuted me as a girl on her channel. Wow. And I told her I was a grown man. Even B said, get away from the car, man. This crazy for real. And I do smell homeless because I am. I ain't bathing over 20 days and I did come here for you. I didn't know the other one prior shocked so she's admitting to like stalking in her twitter and her twitter and everything but she don't i guarantee she don't see it as stalking even though she didn't move from a whole nother state she didn't move from another state to this to her state i guarantee she would not be like it's stalking even you can tell from her tweets her yeah. elevator and i know some people yeah i know some people was like well what about b does she know about b? She, obviously she know about b shit she like b too this tweet right here she said i'll eat b on her period Ugh. that little heifer grew on me like this bitch crazy and she, and she haitian i mean not saying all haitians are crazy but y'all this bitch look crazy so i can only imagine what lily is going through mentally because i'm just telling you now like that's that's a scary thing Mm -hmm. and i just hope that she's building up as much police reports and complaints and all that and all this um evidence and everything and just constantly putting it out there to the police because it's crazy how long it takes to lock up people for stalking yeah because even on that show i think this one guy he had bust this woman um her windows out at her house and they still didn't arrest him. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, if you watch the show, you'll see it's a lot of messed up things that had to happen before they actually um 
before they actually got locked up and it's scary it really is so i don't know y'all so that was the show i really hope y'all gained some stuff from this i'm pretty sure they did yeah comment below your thoughts and uh hit the subscribe button follow whatever you can do whatever show us some love (laughs) and uh, i guess we hope to catch y'all next time peace